what is a truly free relationship? Welcome to the Joyfulness Broadcast. Today, let's explore this. Let's give some attention to this. Because in our lives, experientially, our lives are very much in relation to others. We relate to others so often in our life, to people. Relationships form this foundational part of how we experience life. And you might notice that, well, certain relationships are more pleasant than others. Or in certain relationships, we feel more free than in others. We feel more free to be ourselves. We feel more like everything's okay in one relationship. And in another relationship, suddenly we feel more pressure. And it's just not as pleasant. And maybe we don't even know why, but we just it just doesn't feel quite as nice to be in that relationship with that person as it does with the other person. But let's actually investigate where this comes from. So this is particularly um, particularly interesting to explore for romantic relationships. I mean, totally applies to every relationship, but particularly for romantic relationships, because in romantic relationships, or with parents, but in romantic relationships just for now, we spend so much time with this person, so it's nice to have this understanding or this exploration. Why is it that we fight? Why is it that we don't feel completely free around certain people? And why is it that we feel more free around other people? And why is it that sometimes in romantic relationships specifically, sometimes everything's going beautifully and it's just wonderful. And then other times it's not. There's friction, there's tension. Where does this come from? Because if we understand or see just a little, even a little bit more clearly where that's coming from, we might find that that really transforms the whole relationship, even in a short 30-minute episode together. So before we explore this, or as we explore this, I really do invite you to explore this together. I really do mean that. What, what I mean by that is just don't believe anything that's said. Instead, take it as something to check through your own experiences, to explore deeper, to see what resonates with you, and just explore it, take it further, and make it your own, make it your own exploration. And as you listen, just there's something really cool that can happen if you just relax into what you're hearing as you're hearing it. There's nothing you have to do. It's just relaxing into it and just opening up to the possibilities shared. Just the possibilities, just treating what's shared as a possibility, something to explore, opening up, relaxing, and just really listening, like really listening. That tends to catalyze what you hear and make it transformational. And that's something that you are free to do right now. So in terms of 
this question of where where does friction come from or in other words why is it that relationships aren't free where does that come from where does the, that constraint come from that's a great question it's a great question let's explore it together well in my experience freedom is when we just feel like we are free to be ourselves whatever that might be it's when we feel free to just choose whatever we do and we when we actually feel supported no matter what we choose so often relationships that support is conditional on us being a certain way, doing certain things, having certain things. And when we feel that conditional, because the thing is that this stuff isn't spoken. A lot of the times, this conditional support isn't spoken or said out loud. It's not something that might be obvious. It's beneath the surface. It's something we feel. It's something subtle. It can be heard in the tone. It can be it can be heard in what people don't say as much as what people do say to us. It can be felt and it can be sensed and intuitive. That there's this underlying conditionality a lot of the times to the support we receive from people. For example, Let's take a romantic relationships. Often, support in that relationship feels conditional, seems conditional, to maintaining the relationship or maintaining the romance. In other words, if the romantic relationship, if we were to suddenly break up or the romance would end, there's this feeling that the support would end that we would no longer be supported to be ourselves, to choose what we choose. And that, that presses down upon us. That's a pressure that we feel, whether we know it or not. And it's an underlying subtle pressure in every, in most, we'd say every, but in most relationships, there's that subtle underlying pressure of what happens if we break up. Because the mind knows it's not a certainty. The mind knows that things happen, things change, the future the future does not reflect the past, as much as the mind likes to believe that. It does not. So what would happen? And that's quite an interesting one, because that question can only really influence us to the degree to which we have attached our self-worth or our inner feeling of safety to that relationship or to that person providing us with support, with love. In other words, if we completely owned that source of safety within ourselves, that source of support within ourselves, a source of love within ourselves, 
then whether or not the relationship would continue, nothing internally would change in any significant way. Externally, sure, there's a relationship that changes. It was there, now it's not. That's external. But internally, nothing really changes. At most, maybe there's mild disappointment, but even that can be let gone of, let go of. So this speaks to a very, I think it's a very important point and a very, very, very powerful way to strengthen any relationship, especially romantic, is to actually own that source of safety, security and love within ourselves and no longer rely on the relationship for it. Now, that doesn't mean we can't still be in a relationship. We can, but it just means that that relationship will now be free. And there you go, perfectly. I just find it really cool when these things all line up because I didn't plan to say any of this or script it or anything, but now here we go. That's what a free relationship is in my eyes. It's when we are free, when the relationship, when we have set it free, when we have set the expectations free, when we have set the attachments free, we have let go of depending on that person for something that we feel we can't get within ourselves. So long as we have that, there's going to be fear, there's going to be anxiety. And actually what happens is, when we don't, the consequence of not having a free, completely free relationship, or not letting go of those attachments, not letting go of expecting the relationship to continue, of wanting to get something from the person that we feel we can't get ourselves, when we are carrying that within our mind, we're carrying fear. We're carrying heavy emotions, negative feelings that cloud the enjoyment and the freedom of the relationship. So when we feel that way inside, when we feel like we need that person, when we feel like, oh no, what would happen if, we break up when we feel that when there's that fear present we just don't enjoy the relationship as much as if we would were we to let go of that so very simply it's quite funny because the mind will say if i let go of wanting the relationship to continue if i let go of wanting to get something from that person i won't be with them but that's just not true. In my experience, that's not true at all. In fact, when we let go of wanting to get something out of someone, when we let go of wanting them to give us something that we feel we can't get within ourselves, now we just stay together out of love. And that's it. Just out of love and pure enjoyment. Imagine that. A true, free, truly free relationship where two people stay together, not out of fear, not out of expectation, not out of worry, not out of lack or insecurity within ourselves, but out of true freedom, out of love. They say, I'm complete within myself and I just like hanging out with you. And I'd like to spend my time to get our time together. I like to spend my time with you. It's just really enjoyable. But that's not what we're used to. We're totally not used to that. In fact, the messages we hear growing up is that we need someone to complete us. And we buy into that BS. <laughs> We believe that. (laughs) 
So what we can do together right now is actually let go of a bit of that and just find where true safety comes from. Find it right now, discover it, explore it for ourselves right now. So let's do that. The mind has this belief or this idea that security comes from outside of ourselves. Comes from a person, comes from having things, comes from an experience, comes from our titles, comes from what people think of us, that that's where security comes from. And here, what I'm talking about is that truly felt sense of everything is okay. That deep inner calm and stillness, that sort of security. That calm that comes from that inner sense of, ah, no matter what, it's okay. And in my experience, it's quite funny. The mind just looks for it in the wrong place. It looks for it in the future. It looks for it in the past. It looks for it in thought. It looks for it in ideas. But that's not where security is found. You can look as much as you'd like in ideas, in thoughts, in theories, in concepts, even if those concepts are spiritual. You can look in those concepts, in those stories. You can look anywhere in that realm, that intellectual realm, or that imagined realm. And you'll never find it. Because where security and safety really come from, it's just right here and right now. It's just that we just don't notice that we're already, that already, total safety and security are present. It's not something we have to get from a relationship or from anyone or from anything. It's nothing to get because it's already here. And that can sound really strange. It's like, what? What do you mean it's already here? Nah, I don't feel that way or it doesn't seem that way. So this is a very important point. Thanks for bringing it up. Just because something seems a certain way, just because we feel a certain way or there's a certain feeling, doesn't mean it is that way. In fact, feelings and perception, or how things seem, and the feelings that are present, are not very reliable (laughs) gauges of what's actually here right now. They're not actual, actually reliable gauges of truth. Because feelings change, just notice that feelings change and so do perceptions. I mean, how did you see things five, ten years ago? Probably very differently to how you see things now. How did you feel? Probably quite differently. Maybe not, but probably quite differently. Either way, there's something beyond both feelings and perceptions. So it's not about denying how things seem to us. It's not about denying how things feel. It's just about noticing that isn't that just a thought and isn't that just a feeling? See, what we usually do is we treat thoughts and we treat feelings like something more than they are, like truth, reality. But thoughts, just notice that they're just thoughts. Thoughts come and thoughts go. Feelings come and feelings go. Feelings are also just feelings. What's a feeling? We give so so much fear around feelings, but what even is a feeling? Isn't a feeling just, just a bunch of sensations? Isn't that what it is? An energy? Something that comes and something that goes? And every thought, 
every story, right now, exactly now, isn't that all just a memory? It's just a memory of what was or what even, what never was actually. Just a memory. Every thought, every memory, every idea about the world, about what's going on, isn't that just an idea? Do ideas, do memories, do feelings actually change what's actually here? Do they change the truth or the that which is beyond ideas and feelings and memory? Does the universe care about memories, thoughts and feelings? Does it change at all? Our experience might. But just notice that even right now as you're listening to this, there's this awareness present. And just allow yourself to notice how that awareness doesn't have anything to do with thoughts. It doesn't have anything to do with feelings. It's what allows for thoughts. That awareness is what allows for feelings. Feelings and thoughts arise within awareness, don't they? As we just notice that, there's just this beautiful calm that comes upon us that we just notice. See, that calm is always there. It's always in the background. As feelings, they come up in these waves and thoughts, they come up in these waves. But that calm is always there in the background. How can we even recognize the waves? How can we recognize the thoughts? Because there's this background of stillness, of calm, which is always present, ever present, which allows us to recognize anything. And that calm that's here right now, just allow yourself to notice it. And allow yourself to just be a little more interested in that than the changing feelings and the changing thoughts. Like thoughts will be there, they'll come and go as thoughts do. Thoughts, they, they just come and go, that's what their nature is. The nature is to try to figure things out, try to give things story, try to give things meaning. That's just what thoughts, that's how they are. And feelings, they come up and they come go away. They f- come up and then they fall away. That's what feelings do. And yet, that calm stillness is always there. Present to that. So just allow yourself to notice what is present to everything right now. And just allow yourself to notice. Isn't that presence what you really are? Aren't you already that presence of awareness? That calm and that stillness, which allows anything to be noticed or recognized. And just notice how there's complete safety in that presence. There's just complete safety in that presence. And notice how that safety is right here, right now. It's already here. It's already now. 
Where does insecurity come from if not feelings? If not for thought or imagination about what might be, but never is. So could you allow yourself to just be a little more interested in what is actually here right now, as opposed to what might be, or what could be? If you just allow yourself to pay a little more attention to what is already here, that presence, that calm, that awareness, that you already are. So when that's recognized, or as that's recognized, notice the word recognized, meaning it's nothing new, it's nothing to do, it's nothing to get, it's already here. And again, there's no need to believe any word of this. Just explore it for yourself. Just notice what's already here right now. One question you can ask that might be helpful for this specifically is just, could I welcome the sense of safety that's already here? And could I welcome it even more? And could I welcome it even more? And that sense of safety is so far, so much deeper and more profound than any false or fabricated perceived safety that things, titles, people, experiences can give you. That sense of safety is your very essence. It's the very essence of what you really are, of that awareness, of that presence that's always present. So feel free to just play around with that question, for example. You can just use that question. You can replay this little part and just re-listen to it. Just re-listen to it, just re-listen to it as it sinks in deeper and deeper each time. And then take it and make it your own. Explore it for yourself. Maybe another question will pop up. Maybe another insight. And in, if you do that, if you explore it like this, which you already are, by the way, so there's nothing to do. <laughs> so actually, as you explore it, in this way, the true source of safety shines forth. Suddenly, you just we just realize, we're like, oh, that's what it is. Right. It's already here. And when with that inner safety, it's now less meaningful to try get it from a partner or from a thing or from a relationship. It just seems absurd to try to even try that. I mean, it obviously doesn't come from that. But sometimes it seems that way, and sometimes it feels that way, and that's okay too. So it's not about denying that, but it's merely about acknowledging, okay, it seems that way, it feels that way, and now can I explore it a bit deeper? Can I look beneath how it seems, beneath, beyond what it feels like? And can I do this without denying anything? Can I just welcome that? So this isn't about denying how things seem or how they feel to us. It's actually just about noticing that they seem that way 
and welcoming it, letting it seem that way, noticing how it feels and letting it, welcoming that feeling, and then at the same time welcoming what's beyond it, that presence of awareness. And this can be really fun. It, it actually is rather fun. There's actually nothing quite as fun as this exploration. And as we own this source of security or recognize it within ourselves, the whole relationship will transform in serenity because suddenly we realize how much of the relationship was just an expression how much of the fighting how many of the arguments how many of the how much of the turmoil how much of that was just an expression of this underlying anxiety of the lack of sense of security because we were looking for it in the wrong place we just didn't know we didn't it didn't occur to us to just check and see and ask isn't security already here right now and sometimes it's hard to see that when there's all the thoughts and the feelings that tell us otherwise and sometimes it's helpful to have a way to just cut through that and so that's where something like for me if you use the Sedona method or letting go really helps to just let go of trying to change the feeling which in essence if I had to explain would be just to let go of trying to change anything control anything and just look deeper noticing what's already here and the cool thing with with that with that exploration which by the way you're free to do right now you can explore this without having to in my opinion you can explore this without having to pay anyone you can just just through your willingness and openness can welcome anything and let go of anything you don't need to get a workshop you don't have to pay anyone it's something that you can do at any moment it's something that you can do right now but anyway as as that security is discovered suddenly all those arguments disappear all the tension drops everything just drops and everything's okay even if someone's yelling so what they're yelling <laughs> that's it <laughs> they're making sounds that are a bit more audible than usual someone feels angry and projects the anger at us so what that anger is just a feeling it's a feeling that comes and it's a feeling that goes and when we recognize that we are that presence of awareness these feelings and these thoughts and these stories, they no longer have as much meaning as they did before. And they just drop their meaning. They drop, they just drop in importance. And what becomes more important is just that presence that's here always, always here and always right now. And that presence is very, it's 
it's warm. That presence is gentle. And it's embracing of everything. Everything. And that presence is already here. And it's already now. And it's already what you are. You are that presence of awareness that embraces all already. Just maybe haven't noticed it yet. And for me, it takes a lot of noticing sometimes, you know. Sometimes might get caught up in something. And then I'd just bring attention back to this and say, oh, right. Aren't I already that? And then suddenly it just loses. It just dissolves. Whatever I was worried about, whatever that thing that came up, suddenly just dissolves. When I just notice, just recognize. Ah, there it is. That awareness, that presence. That I already am. Momentarily forgot and got swept up in some drama. So it's okay to get swept up in drama. I still get swept up in drama. I get swept up by lots of things. But less, far less than before. Before being able to just notice what is already here. Before being familiar with that presence. So this is just to dissolve any illusions that that I'm an expert at this or that you have to be an expert. It's just a matter of noticing, that's all. <laughs> that's, that's all it is. It's just noticing what's already here. It's so simple. Anyone can do it. And it's already what you are. It's just a matter of noticing it. Yes, so, to wrap up, one really, really, really powerful way which transforms the relationship completely and for which you don't need any books. <laughs> you don't need any any advice or any books or anything like that. Don't even need years of therapy. Don't need anything. And this can, by the way, transform any relationship, not just romantic ones. It is to just notice or ask yourself what am I trying to get from that other person so here we've explored security okay we've explored a very foundational thing for relationships which is a sense of security but it could also equally be a sense of validation it could be love so what am I trying to get from the other person and as we become aware of that that itself is quite powerful and then we can just notice well isn't that already here now? Isn't that coming from within me? It's another way of putting it. Just notice, for example, any time that warmth, tenderness, joy is experienced, notice that it's experienced within you, within awareness. It's never outside of awareness, isn't is it? <laughs> is it ever outside of awareness? Can anything ever be outside of awareness? Can love ever be outside of you? Can it ever be that? Isn't it always arising within? At most we can say that around certain people, love, warmth, enjoyment, 
seems to be more obvious to us and at around other p people it seems to be more clouded to us at the same time does it ever leave us we assume it does we assume the moment we don't we aren't noticing love it's not there or we aren't noticing the the calm and the joy we say it's not there because we're not noticing it but if we just if we just welcome whatever we're feeling if we just welcome and let go of trying to change anything and at the same time just notice what's already here right now what's actually here right now there's a very surprising discovery that's made turns out that love is already here so what's helped me in this in seeing this is actually differentiating between love the idea love the idea the romance whatever the idea of love that is in mind is if we try to look for that right here we won't find it because it's just an idea anyway but what is here right now is the actual presence of love it's just that we don't recognize it for example actually better than that better than that just right now just check just check right now can you notice how there's just this presence or even simpler than that even simpler than that right now in this moment are you so are you So could you just let that be enough just for now? Could you let the fact that you are just be enough just for right now? If you want, you can pile it up with garbage and stuff later and thoughts and belief systems later. But just for now, could you just let the fact that, that I am, could you let that be enough? And just notice how that feels. And again, are you? Could you let that be enough? Could you let awareness be enough? So as, as you open up to that, and what does that stir up within you? What does that bring attention to? What is noticed? Can you sense that there's just this simple warmth, the presence, 
an aliveness, a calm. And I think we think of love as as all these ideas. We have all these ideas attached to it. Someone sweeping us off our feet. We tend to attach ideas around romance for it. But just notice how that presence is completely embracing of everything within it. Just notice that. Don't think about it. Just notice that. Isn't that what love is? Not the idea of love. But true love. So notice how love is already here. The idea not only is not here... It's not anywhere. The idea never was. It's just an idea. But the reality of love is always here if we open up to it, if we're willing to explore. And as we explore and discover that it's already here, it's all already here, relationships are less, there's less at stake And when there's less at stake in the relationship, we don't want to get anything from it. And now we're free to just truly enjoy the relationship. And it's so much more enjoyable than otherwise. It's so much more enjoyable. And the cool thing is, yes, it's helpful to have two people aligned in this direction of exploring and discovering the truth of what they are. That is very helpful to have this free relationship. At the same time, in my experience, it's not actually necessary though. Actually, if you, just you, alone can transform any relationship, not just romantic, but all your, the family, you know, there's a lot of stuff that comes up around family. Most stuff comes up around family. That whole thing can be unraveled as everything we try to get from our family is owned within ourselves. As that presence, as we recognize that that pattern is not what we are, that those feelings, that's not what we are, that transforms the whole relationship and brings freedom into it. It now makes it more free, transforms. And the really cool thing is that people, that presence, it transforms not just ourselves, but everyone in the relationship. And I'll, I'll let you discover that for yourself. You probably already have. Probably there are areas in your life where you've already noticed maybe something transformed and suddenly things were different. So it's nothing new. It's just really cool. It's just really cool. And it can always, there can always be more enjoyment. There can always be a greater depth of awareness. 
than it currently is. So just continue to explore and explore and explore. And the really fun way to do it is a Rumi quote. Ah, here, I'll read this Rumi quote as a finish thingy. The really fun way to do it, this is not the Rumi quote, by the way. <laughs> it would be funny if it was. The really fun way to do it is to just abandon all expectations about what will happen. Tr let go of trying to get anything out of it. Why? Why create that limitation? Why create that chain? It's so much more incredible than anything that can be imagined. Just let it be a surprise. Let it be a mystery. That's an option. It's a lot more fun that way. When we expect something from it, we're limited. We're limited to what we can conceive of. But the reality of life is so much more beyond what we can conceive of, what this limited mind can conceive of. It's so much more beyond that. So a way to inspire that is this beautiful Rumi quote. You are a mystic pupil. Continue your search with unquenchable thirst. The arena of spirituality has no bounds. Abandon your preconceptions about the ultimate state of being. For you, it's all in your searching. My interpretation of that is just have fun with it and let go of wanting anything from it or having any ideas about what might happen. Who cares? Just enjoy the journey. <laughs> enjoy, not even the journey, just enjoy it right now. Just enjoy it right now. And right now. And right now. And right now. Why not? Why not? So if you like this, I'll leave in the description of this podcast episode a uh, free book that I wrote called Five Things to Do for Relationships with Less Friction and More Fun. It's a free little read. We'll add you to a email list, which will also put out an, a five-part email course um, to do with relationships, which expands on this stuff in writing. So that might be something that some people here that you may enjoy. If it is, feel free to sign up. Totally free. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful, blessed day. And if you feel like sharing this, then I would really appreciate that. That would help this podcast grow. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful day.